you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Why are you not on the black team, Daddy? I am on the black team. Daddy just got to wait to practice. You ready to see me work or what? So why are you not running today? Daddy's still, feet still sore. Come on. So where's Rutherford? Huh? Where's Rutherford? He played with the Steelers. Our quarterback, Derek, now. I'm going to play with Rockerberger no more. We play with the Raiders. We play with Derek Carr. That's my quarterback. You know his name? What's his name? Derek Carter? Derek Carr. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Wait, what happened to Roethlisberger? Oh, he stayed in Pittsburgh, and, and A.B. there moved out to California. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Refreshing my memory as I'm getting tuned up for football season. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by Zaxby's famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. Ooh, la, and la, and I say ooh, la, and la, because seated to my immediate left, I truly know we are in the football season now here in the month of August. We caught up with handsome Hank. We've caught up with Matt money Smith. And now who shadows the door of 66, a wall of famer an all timer. If there ever was one here on the DDFP, it's Maurice Jones drew what's happening fella. How are you? I'm doing well, Shaq. Happy to be here. Are you happy to be I'm, here? I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, you're happy about Zaxby's as well. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know. You oh. you you organically walked in here and said, Zaxby's? I love Zaxby's. Love them to death. Yeah? Too much, actually. Chicken club, you said? Chicken club basket. But you got to get the meal, so I get the fries, mm-hmm. and then I get like a raspberry iced tea mixed with lemonade. 
It's like a three-fourths and a fourth. Don't give me too much lemonade. Maybe we could go like we did with Rashawn Evans in Nashville. Maybe uh, Maurice Jones-Drew and I can make our way to, to uh, Jacksonville Ooh. and surprise people as they come through the drive-thru window. I would probably be eating their food. <laughs> that, that's the one thing that you can do. I'm not saying that Rashawn Evans and I did that or not. I don't know what. I don't remember. It was fast and furious. Maybe. You just never know. You maybe can... I sampled. So, I want to make sure it's not poison. Well, that's, that's the key, right? That's all. That's the, the thing is, I want to protect you. So you may have like one less chicken tender in there you know your your sandwich may have a little like a spider might have but you know it's yeah you, you don't have to worry yeah mo damashek used to always sample my or my uh, sisters and my milkshakes and i said what do you do well i'm gonna make sure it's not poison oh that, that's that's the best that's the best i think that's that's like everyone's family did that that fooled me until i was at least 16 then i was like wait a second i think that you're actually just trying to drink my shake no well you know when i got me i was 11 and my <laughs> mom had like three blueberry muffins in the cabinet and i mm -hmm. ate all three and she was like how did you know one was not poison i was like well because they just wouldn't be sitting in the cabinet if you knew that they were poison. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Maurice, uh, we're going to have you twice this week. And I want to yeah. talk to you just very quickly here. And then handsome Hank Hodgson is going to come into Studio 66 and uh, and we'll visit the uh, the entirety of summer. And uh, I'll reveal for him that, uh, as you mentioned, as you walked in here, I got hitched last week. Oh. So it's been an eventful summertime for me. Not as much, perhaps, as it has been for one Antonio Brown. What and are you talking about? Well, in advance of this recording, I want—I mean, in advance of um, Hard Knocks, the second episode airing tonight at the time of this recording, right. Antonio Brown, I mean, crazy behavior, right? Not really. It's not crazy. Well, well you have to understand. The man, the man got frostbite. He got frostbite on his feet. All right, that's weird. That, that happens. What I'm not saying he's crazy. I'm saying the, no, no, no. the, the mean, events those, are crazy. They, those things happen. They do. They, yeah, that happens I've, a lot. I've, I've, I've seen worse things okay. from football players doing trying to like get their bodies you know mm -hmm. in shape i've seen that now people are going to get all upset about the helmet right everyone's all upset about the helmet um there's a lot of people me being one of them that's helmet was like taken away by the league mm -hmm. and i hated my helmet really oh yeah how big a deal can that be as a, as a somebody who if i play, obviously I, I played with something my whole life i played with this one helmet from the time i was a little kid to the time I got to the NFL for like two or three years. But you're not talking about that as a superstition, or are you? I, it's not. It's just, it protects your, like, I feel comfortable in it. The same style helmet. It's always felt the same to me. Um, and I had to switch to this new helmet. And the problem with the new helmet was that it didn't fit the way the, the other one did. And so it had nothing to do with vision and stuff. But if I would get hit and there's a play that you would see on, a, it's a, I think we were playing the Colts. I forget what year it was. But I get hit on the goal line. My helmet pops off. Hmm. And I get in the end zone. I celebrate and everything. That happened six times that year. Really? With the new hat? With the new helmet. And I, it, huh. it, it used to make me upset because I'm like, I have to come out of the game for it. So then even when I went to Oakland, I'm wearing this new helmet that they took. They took that one away. Finally, I get used to that when they take that one away. And then this one starts popping off. And so it's just like, for me, I felt comfortable in, in, in a certain helmet. And I think, you know, Tom Brady's dealt with it. Other players have switched their helmets. They don't make a big of a gripe about it as Antonio Brown did. But I always tell people like, you wear things because it protects you. You feel comfortable in it because we are we are playing a sport where you're running full speed into each other. So I want to at least mentally be like, 
I feel protected. I know, but isn't that offset by, I mean, it, it seems to me like this is much more, in, as a fan, seems like it has been over the course of my life, much more of a hockey thing. It used to be pretty loose to the, to the degree that when I first started watching hockey, there were a few guys who didn't even have helmets, period. Right, which is crazy. But then guys like Gretzky wore things that were basically like, not they, they provided zero protection right. anyway. Um, and then, you know, they've up, but doesn't, isn't it offset for you as a football guy to your point about running head in the uh, head on into other huge yeah. human beings yeah. that like you're, this is helmet's going to make you safer. Well, well, how, but we, like those are tests that are done uh. where we don't see those, right? The league just tells you like green, yellow, red, we're supposed to trust that. Right. But if I'm wearing a helmet for 15 years of my life and I haven't had any issues, I'm going to wear this helmet because that's part like people don't understand. Like first superstition is one. Mm -hmm. Everybody's very superstitious. I get that. Like, like I was telling some other, like on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, I ate the same thing at the same time. Well, I know two examples like that too. Our pal Sean O'Hara says that Saturday night, the ritual before games was he had to bring Eli Manning French fries. And then when O'Hara retired, Eli was texting him, where are my fries on Saturday nights? And Sidney Crosby has worn the same black jock strap since he was uh, yeah. 16 or whatever he was. I get it, but isn't it also, that, I mean, it, it just seems weird from the outside if you... If the league is telling you this is a safer helmet, yeah, but but how do you're I, being skeptical yeah, that, you're, they, that I mean, they're right? It's just, yeah, you're always going to be skeptical because it's it's protected you this whole time, right? And so you're going to do with. And I I think it, it kind of got blown out of proportion because of the feet issue. So it was like it was the feet issue is a big deal, right? and the balloon and no, the balloon's the, fine because Reggie Wayne comes in all type of stuff like that. That's not an issue. It was the feet that kind of blew everything up for me. I mean, he took a helicopter. He used to take a helicopter to Latrobe. All the time. I know, but I'm saying so. It's what's the, the issue with the balloon? It's the accumulation of events. Well, I don't think the balloon was part of it. I just think the balloon was awesome. I think more players. I thought it was that. fun. I thought it was fun. I, I it's think, fine. I think it's the feet. The feet were, is the big deal. And then all of a sudden, now this helmet thing. You're suing the league for it, and it just you just kept keep coming up. And so, the helmet to me is not that big of a deal. Like everyone goes through it. You fight. I fought it. I was like, I don't want to do it. And they're mm-hmm. like, Up, oh, you got to. I'm like. Mm. And then the league will send you a note saying, like, this helmet needs to go or you can't play, right? Okay. Now, the thing that's important to me is I'm a man of justice. Is there anything you'd like to say to me now? About what? About, like, seven months later. No, I told you. What I tell you? What do you, what, what do you mean? I t- Spaghetti. What's the problem? What Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. What you've you, been what are you asking for? That's what I'm talking for. What are they, what are I want, I want to be told that I was right. About what? About what I told you, about what I told you no, and Bucky, you're not, you're not Brooks, right. and a lot of you're people. You're not right. I'm absolutely right. I, Are you, you right? A lot of people. Maybe you weren't as severe so, so, about it, but so you're wait, like, oh, so it's wait, Roethlisberger. Wait, 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 no one can on. play with it. Tom Brady literally just tweeted, like, subtweeted the league saying, like, they got mad at me for winning a Super Bowl in the last three helmets, so they, like, took it away. Everyone gets upset about the helmet. The foot issue is something completely different. I know, but it's, a little, but it's a little diva. I just, I, it's I, a little diva. He's a receiver. Okay. But he he has like he has third he has like I don't know what Deree Frostbite is, but on your feet. Like that's serious, right? That's an issue. <laughs> no, but it's I, weird. It's, I've never heard of it. So it's I've never heard so by by definition. A lot of people never heard of ACLs before. Then they they became common. Right. right. I know a lot of people have ACL problems. <laughs> that's why I've never heard anybody getting frostbitten from practicing too hard and no, then going into a cryogenic thing. It wasn't because of practice. It was because, you know, I don't I don't know their actual report, but whatever it may be, all I'm saying is this. Remember what I said. I said what I said was if Pittsburgh wins eight games with Antonio Brown and without Le'Veon Bell, how many games do they win without 
Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Okay. That was my thing. So we have a whole season to see what happens in that situation first before we can start saying who won this and who won that. I'm more – I don't care about all this other stuff. I, you I don't care about that. I want production. Okay. And I know that this – with him on the field in Oakland, Oakland has a chance to get up there and, and, and compete in that division. Well, it, I, it either matters that... Which camera do I need to look at? Divisive. Okay, good. Divisive. I, I want you on record, you know? You heard it Oh, you first. know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get... That's a good idea. I want to start getting everybody on record sort of in the same way with... The Wildcat, when people were talking about that, whether Tim Tebow was going to make it in the league, when Kaepernick was going to make everybody was on one side or the other about what was going to sustain. And I, th- this one is, is Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens offense going to thrive or will it be quickly solved and shut down? Is it this year or are you talking about? I think this year. I think I think if that is that is that team going to make hay in that, that division? Gonna, oh, yeah. I love I love the idea of running the option. I'm, I'm, I just don't know if it can work for six. Well, he weeks. still can throw the ball, right? That's the other key. Like people don't, he can still make throws out of that, right? That's why they went and got Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. They, can I say this? On, can I say this? I on want camera? you to say it all, Maurice. Listen, I don't I don't know if I'm right or wrong. It may be this year, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that now. It may be this year, maybe next year. But Cincinnati gonna be a team here. You think so? I, wow. I, I, I was in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. All right. And I saw, I mean, now their offensive line, they're trying to piece some things together. But if they can get that offensive line together in the next year or two, who, who, who? Really? Why? What what makes you so excited about them? The talent they have out there. I mean, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, obviously he's hurt. He'll come back. You got Eifert. Who can still yeah, play. I, I, but, I, I, but, but it's not Eifert. That's the Eifert is just a situational player. No, I, I'm more worried about AJ Green. Yeah, but still, they still. I mean, Tyler Boyd played huge for him. Like, I like Joe Mixon. Fine. Joe Mixon's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You have if Ross can just take the top off and catch one deep pass a game. That that's all you need from him. You don't need. He, he can literally catch 16 passes and do exactly what you want. Right? He'll terrorize defenses. Um, I think on the defensive front, the only position they're they're lacking right now is linebacker. But they have a great secondary. So right now, all you're telling me now is I have to fix my offensive line and my linebacking core, and I can I can be a contender. Ooh. I'll tell you, Maurice, you're the other side of the coin. Everybody, and you know, I say this all the time: the one that's getting uh, the teams that are getting all the heat. Oh, this team's going to come out of nowhere. That team is a year away. Yeah, there's always a team that nobody mentions, tell- and the Bengals I- are getting zero buzz. It's as though it's a three-team division in the AFC North right now. Nobody mentions the Bungles. I'm telling you, the Bengals. All right, that's interesting. Serious? I don't know. I, don't know. I still think that the Bengals would have been better off taking Lamar Jackson when they had the chance to last year. No, they. they I think they no. No. All right. They wouldn't they, they don't they they wouldn't have switched to that offense. Are you so if you're going to go on record right now, go ahead and look at the camera. I did. Maurice. I said it. No, no, no. I want you to say this. You said that about the Bengals. Yeah. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers. What's your what's your Ooh. win total for them? 6. 6. You don't think that. There's no way you believe that. Six. If I hooked you up to a lie detector, you would not that you would not pass that. You do not think That's not Steelers. First of all, that's not usable in court, so that doesn't matter. But I'm telling you right now, on a camera, I don't know what else you want me to say. We, we apply the no jive policy it, here. That transcends any court number, of law anyway. Rule number one, no jive. Right. So you Six wins. And you mean that. Dead serious. Do you think that that's true, Spaghetti? Do you think Maurice believes six? Don't ask me what six? I believe the Giants are going to do, but go ahead. I, I Yeah, I mean, he's entitled. To, it, he's allowed to have that opinion if it's sincere. Well, I just all, don't this think is it's I'm a saying. real this one. This is all I'm saying. It's either six or seven because okay. you went without, like I told you, this, this, is my, this is my math for the people that need to see my work. Okay, so with Le'Veon and A.B., you guys went 13 and three, mm-hmm. right? That was the year we were in Pittsburgh and Jacksonville beat them. Yeah. So Le'Veon doesn't play. You win. You go eight, seven, and one. But you have A B, except for that last game. 
mm-hmm. right? We saw how we did. Looked. They go nine, six, and one. I think they might have gone no, nine. No, they went eight, seven, and one. Eight, seven, and one. Is yeah. that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Trust me, I know. <laughs> and then we saw the last game against the Bungles without Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. And that was a struggle. Oh, that game. They throw that one out. How right? do you throw it out? Because it was a big mess that whole week because Antonio Brown's so it's a nonsense big, so it's was going on. So it was a big distraction. you got to get to the playoffs if you win. You barely won that game. So now I'm sitting back like, oh, uh-oh, mm-hmm. SpaghettiOs. What is going to happen when AB leaves? AB's gone. So now All right, do I give I, you – do I add – do you add by subtracting? Is that what we're saying? I don't know. All I know is, is that the Browns – the only way that. the Browns aren't good is if it has to do with some chemistry thing in the locker room and Freddie Kitchens doesn't have the I don't, respect I'm not, of the guys. I'm not guys. talking about the Browns. I'm talking I'm just about tell- Pittsburgh. Well, that matters, obviously. You need talent to win, though. Like, I, like chemistry can only do so much, but talent – you need I think talent that defense should be good. I think it should be like a top five, top six defense. The AFC this year – They're going to go from dead last to top five. The AFC six. this year is so monstrous – Overall, in terms of defense, think about think about. I'm just asking you. They're going to go what? from bottom half of the defense, bottom fourth of the, the league. In uh, they weren't statistically that. What they were they? they were higher up. They just couldn't hold a lead in the fourth quarter. Which so, was, so what does that mean? I'm just telling you that statistically they weren't bottom I mean, quarter of the league. I mean, if you can't hold a lead in the fourth quarter, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I, I you know what, Maurice, I'm not ready to and issue I, my pick. This yet. is my thing though, and I, I'm going to tell you this. I think the Browns are going to be good. I think the saying. Ravens are at least a I think, crazy. I think Mike Tomlin is a really good coach. Mm-hmm. I just think he was put in a situation this past year, having to handle with some. You know, that was over, like, Le'Veon Bell and the organization. That's not Mike Tomlin's fault. He can't do anything about that. That's front office, obviously, player. Um, I think A.B. was something a little bit different. That relationship, I think, with him and Ben Roethlisberger, just, you know, sometimes it happens. Relationships aren't meant for – sometimes they're meant to be forever, right? It just happened to fall out that day. I've seen behind the music. I know how I know how uh, groups can break apart. All right, good stuff, Maurice. We'll have you back later in the week. Right now, let's get to our pal all the way from London, England, Handsome Hank. Dave. Dave. All the way from London, England, and now back once again. He is our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. Do we have time for this? Sure we do. Okay. You were just back there. Aren't you feeling yes, it more than ever? Hello, handsome. How are you? How was the UK? It was great, but I missed you, Dave. Did you? Yeah. That's sweet. I Thank did. you so much. We and missed Eddie. you. And Eddie. We missed you. We went out to uh, Rams camp a couple weeks Ooh, ago. Oh, I heard that. That was a nice time. Caught with up with some we- of my British friends. That's Actually. right. I caught up with a couple of your uh, with a couple of your mates over there. Yep. We we uh, had some jokes at your expense. It was a good time there. We caught up with Wade Phillips and Eric Weddle. Go back and listen to that one. I did. Part of part of the issue there was the thing that emerged. Did you feel that uh, Eric Weddle didn't like me? He seemed to not have. I don't, wouldn't say he didn't like you. I don't think he respected you. Okay. Fair. Fair. That was that was my read, kind yeah. of, um, on the thing. But uh, but yeah. What well, did something happen behind the scenes that made no, him disrespect you? I don't believe so. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it was just my general comportment. Maybe he found me much the same way that you found me when we first met a decade ago. Yeah. You didn't care for me either. Yeah, you were a little loose. 
Maybe little, I was like, a little, maybe yeah. I was a little loose with uh, with one Eric Weddle. You know, what was really what I did was I, that I, I I think he didn't like. It wasn't me giving him the business. <clears throat> he took his shoes off after practice, so I gave him the business about uh, being shoeless yeah. for the interview. It wasn't that. I think it was that the first thing I brought up to him was, "Hey, let's talk about three years ago on on Christmas Day in Heinz Field when it was the Ravens and Steelers for the division title, and on the last play of the game, Antonio Brown catches that ball." over the middle and he barely extends it as you're trying to tackle him and the Steelers win the division as the result but you face masked him violently and pulled his head back and did you ever think there would be no recourse because the refs didn't draw a flag it was the last play of the game the Steelers couldn't have challenged it and the Ravens would have won it on a violent face mask by Eric Weddle do you ever think about that he was like nope well, that's pretty much the equivalent <laughs> of you when, when, when we first met um, just making fun of me saying confetti Confetti. Confetti. That, that's that's the literal equivalent. And I found you to be a, a dislikable character after well, that immediately as well. So. Well, um, I'm back from uh, from beautiful Coronado Island, just off of San Diego. Took, Swanky. Uh, took, uh, took the kids and took uh, took the lady there. We got hitched there. Um, we uh, on the on the beach there, just the, the six of us there. Wait, what? It was lovely. Hold yeah. on, back up. You got hitched. I thought we knew this. I, thought, I didn't know that. Wasn't this I news? Did, I, I didn't put it on the rundown a week ago because I didn't. On the to, rundown? Well, like I That's how handsome Hank gets his info? I find out by the rundown. No, I. I don't even find out by the I rundown. Did not Hold on, you got hitched. It. I thought you knew that. I, I didn't Congratulations. I, had, I literally had no idea. Oh, I'm sorry. He's been gone for like, like a month. I've been, oh, yeah, I have been gone right. for a while. I mean, I haven't oh, okay. seen you for about a month. Oh. I'm thrilled for you. That's very exciting. Uh, what about for her? <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess, yeah. I kicked her coverage, didn't she? No. No. Oh, no, she pooch punted. Yeah, That's she definitely... Yeah. Yeah, she I'm not going to say that I uh, outkicked my coverage. She, she took a knee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, how I would, uh, is how I would classify that. Well, yeah. congratulations, Dave. That's Thank very you. exciting. It was wonderful, and it started off magically, too, uh, 20 minutes into the car ride from Los Angeles down to San Diego. Uh, the, the littlest child uh, threw up all over herself and really stank the car up. Right. Good. <laughs> and so, it was, but you know what? It was all up from there. And that was a well, good, yeah. that was a good, uh, a good, you know, base. You know, like, yeah. see, no matter what happens now, you know, this is going to be good by comparison because this is disgusting, you know? <laughs> so you decided not to, you decided to do that and not invite any of your friends or, or, or uh, colleagues I was just gonna say, to, I, to I, the wedding. I had about four or five people ask me why I wasn't invited. I was like, he's going down just with the kids. Like, what if, it, what if the only invitee <laughs> was, was Eddie Spaghetti? That would have been nice. Just to record. He's the best man. And <laughs> wait, so did, so someone officiated? Well, yeah, they had, uh, yeah, we had a guy there. Some guy who, I don't know. I didn't, I, I had no Did uh, you even part ask of, that guy's name? Uh, I don't recall it. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the man who, uh, who made it official. Yeah, right. but I do know that most uh, weddings probably it was, it was literally just the six of us plus the guy marrying us, and uh, the uh, it, it was a I was thinking to myself as we were doing it, um, this I imagine that most weddings don't have children of the two people getting married literally doing hands doing headstands <laughs> and just talking openly right. as though nothing else is going on. Yes, dad, dad, like he's like and in in marriage it's very he's doing his little yeah, yeah. spiel and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and uh, little boy behind me, little football baby boy is uh, is uh, back there saying stuff like, "Dad, 
look at this one I found. Like stuff like that. Like, you know, and then little girls Excuse doing me, I'm getting married. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Like, you should pay attention. I was like, ah, really, this is delightful. It's charming. And, that uh, is charming. I mean, that's that's what I would imagine a Damashek wedding. Yeah, just me. nobody nobody stops no one's talking. No really paying any it attention really, that, to each other. They're just talking over each maybe other. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe yeah. that was the most fitting homage of all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What would I, what would what would uh, Dad do in this situation? Yeah, exactly. He would just not stop he would, talking. He would just anyway. make it about himself. Precisely, precisely. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So uh, anyway, so that was uh, that was a grand time down there. I will report because no jive. I did not see the first hard knocks. I will take it in very it's, soon. It's a it's a it's a was good it, show. Was it Gangbusters? Yeah, it's it's good. You know what? John Gruden comes across as. I mean, we know what. It's weird. You liked John Gruden came out of coaching mm-hmm. into public life for whatever it was, fifteen years on TV, and somehow was less human when he was on TV than he is as a coach. Hmm. Like what we liked him as a coach the first time, and when you see him again um, in Hard Knocks, you're like, oh yeah, he's a really cool character. In between the his money, just maybe just me, but his Monday Night Football persona was not. I didn't. Re- I was like, oh, that's. Dis- I was expecting him to be a bit more exciting and mm-hmm. interesting. It's very strange. That's a not uncommon malady. Obviously, I don't have to tell you. You've you've met plenty of people in uh, who who talk about sports for a living on TV or on uh, mm. podcasts or otherwise. It's weird how people get. It's almost like booze, you know. Like when people, some percentage of people. Um, just they, they have a couple drinks and then they turn into a wholly different human being. And you're like, maybe you shouldn't drink anymore unless right. they get, get more delightful. Then in that case, they should yeah. only be drunk. But and there are so many people who's like, what what happened to the fun guy I was just talking to before we started? But now you're yeah. you seem weird and stiff. And yes, whatever. exactly. Hmm. Yeah, there are certainly some people we work with that, you know. I you, didn't say that we work with any of them. I was I wanted to give a specific example. <laughs> oh, you do. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. It's fine. I went. Is I it, probably, I probably shouldn't. Is, did he attend my wedding? Is his name uh, Laschetti? He, no, no, it wasn't. It's no, it not wasn't Eddie, Eddie Spaghetti. It's not no. Eddie. Um, so anyway, so uh, we'll dig in on hard knocks as we progress here. Um, let's uh, let's go through a little news, shall we, handsome? Sure, but you, not? So anyway, you went to the UK, I went Oxford. To the UK. A lot of hanging out with family in various different places. And your boy broke his arm. My we bro- had nothing like that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you, you, I mean, he's a calamity. Mm-hmm. It, at any one moment, he could uh, he could bring all kinds of de- you know he could burn your house down one day, mm-hmm. and then the next day he might break one of his own bones. So mm-hmm. that's he, a, yeah, that's like Jean Claude Van Damme, shit. Right, he um, brings a lot to the party. Yeah, it's it's fun ish. You it's know, fun, it's fun to be around until you're like, oh, okay, now I have to go to a hospital for five hours to get your arm put back together again. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, you know, obviously I love, I love the sea. And on my last day there, uh, I delighted in, ta- I, I, I didn't even intend it. I didn't schedule it. Right. Um, but as we were calling the kids in that one last dip in the, in the sea before you go, I said, you know what? I haven't taken my proper bath, my annual bath to cleanse myself, not just of the day soils, but mm-hmm. all of society's ills. And I went in all, just alone. I just went in alone, not playing right. with kids, not right. managing other human beings' well-being in the sea. No, this was just me. And I t- went in there for 20 minutes and, is it, and I, I emerged baptized. Is it like for you? Is it like for another year. Is it like Aquaman? When you get into the sea creatures come to you. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, Dave is back. You know, the lord of, of this realm is here. Mm-hmm. The dolphins chatter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they wish me well. Crabs crawling. Well, this up was to especially you. nice. Yeah, they 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 offered some gifts, and yeah. I said no, no gifts. We didn't fine. even want. Uh, yeah. This is your. This is my gift to you. I'm back with you in the ocean. Right, right. That was yeah. it. I wish them well. I hope yeah. to see you next see summer. You next summer in the, kind of in thing. The ocean. Do they st- do people swim in the ocean at the UK? Yeah, sure. Well, you laugh, but I don't. All you ever hear about is that it's dreary and cold there. Well, I mean, it's, but that's not true. I mean, you hear about really yeah, people. Ju- I would think it'd be very cold if nothing. I else. don't think it's much colder than it is here. It the is. Pacific the Pacific Ocean is, is not cold. a warm place. It's so strange. People think it's going to be, but it's but not. But as I always describe the Pacific, I don't know what it is, but it's magical as well as medicinal. Yes. And I don't know what it is. You get into it fully, head to toe. You can't just dip your toes in it. You got to go all the way in, and for the first eleven seconds. You feel like what? This is inhuman. You know, yeah. This is not swimmable for for this species. And then your up. body temperature or the sea or both, they they, they meet blend in the middle, and, yeah. and and it feels like silk on your flesh for the rest of the time. Yeah. You frolic, you know. I'm surprised you only spent 20 minutes in there. Can you hear that? Well, we had to go, but do we? Did, did you hear the? Can you hear that? I still have some residual sea in my nose. That's one of my. Uh, one of my weird uh, little characters. I would imagine with that nose, there's a lot of it you, goes to, in there. to get it all out. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, I, I, my my uh, nasal cavity is is positively full with uh, with residual. You Pacific. know, you can uh, if you there's some stuff you can get you squirted up there, which is actually ironically saline water mm-hmm. that that clears it up. Weird. Have I? I've, I'm sure I've told you this before, but you know that uh, there are a number of occasions. Maybe it'll even happen on the podcast. And since we have cameras rolling, maybe it'll catch it. I have on occasion. Small I've, ocean mole. I've gone. I've gone three hours after yeah. the fact and like tip. Tilted my head down and suddenly it turns on like a faucet and a cup of water were pour were pour from my <laughs> a nose. A cup of water comes and out I, of your nose. And, you know, I don't want to work blue or anything, but it that literally <laughs> legitimately once happened on a woman. That's true. The water poured I, from my I, nose. I get it. Onto a woman. So anyway, wow. let's talk some uh, some uh, pro football, shall we? I want to <laughs> dig in on this. We're so excited football's back. How better to celebrate, Handsome, than by putting together... Where, see, as I always say around this time of year, we are... You know, we're, beggars can't be choosers. We've been walking in the footballist desert for way too long. Mm-hmm. You know, with baseball and unsatisfying <laughs> Stanley Cup playoffs for most of us, yeah. and all that jive, and then too much attention paid to like, what's it, uh, Antonio Brown, and what's it all mean, and is this quarterback going to be out that incumbent? All that stuff. It all. It. it, it you, you can't. Uh, Resist the the seduction that is pro football storylines, but now it's just about here, and we're in a mindset: just give us football. But what would be come November, come December, come January? What would make for a perfect 2019 season? Let's mm. figure that out, shall we? In the meantime, and we'll do that with our uh, our Zaxby's hot takes. Let's go through a few of uh, of the stories. What did you make of Adam Gase as we transition from game of life talk into game of football talk? Adam Gase left the game of life. His wife had a baby and he said, you, you good after she had the baby. And, um, he said, and she said, well, yeah, the baby was just pointing. He's like, I got to get to a meeting and, uh, and left for the meeting. It was there two hours after the birth. of And his it was baby solely, attended. I read this story. It was yeah. solely to impress Peyton Manning. This is from a few years ago when he right. was the Broncos offensive coordinator. It was solely so that he could beat Peyton Manning to a meeting. Good move so, or bad. I, I mean, I, I no, bad. Man. What job? What job would you do that for? 
leave 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 None. your just born baby? None. <laughs> laying in the bed. Is that? It wasn't just born. She, I think, again, reading about it, I think she'd had a uh, cesarean. She'd oh, been right. Cut open. Yeah. She hadn't even been stitched up yet. They hadn't closed the sun. And roof. he ditched. Do you want the and umbilical cord? Nope, I'm nope, good. I'm and he good. Ditched. I'm gone. What does this, I mean, to try and connect it with your point about John Gruden, does this somehow raise a red flag? I know in the 20th century there were a number of. Uh, football people would consider them charming kind of tales about like he only slept, he slept 20 minutes cot. the whole season yeah. they the whole season <laughs> he took 20 second cat naps on wednesdays and that yeah. was the only sleep he got the whole year um is this somehow a bad uh, message to send in a world that now features guys like bruce arian saying to his coaching staff go like, just go do your stuff i don't want yeah. you here and by the way I'll say this, too, for that, like, that super hardo football guy, like, that's what it's about. Chuck Knoll used to send, a, if we if we don't know what we're doing by yeah. 5 o'clock in the afternoon, then we can't win anyway. Yeah. Like, we we got to be smarter than than that. And they, he would send everybody home. That was a great message. I, I, it, it is, and I agree with you 100% on it. But there are there's definitely an element of the football-watching audience that would be very impressed by this. I guess you're right, yeah. It's weird. It's just, it depends whether you want to be part of the normal mankind or you want to be... That, I thought I thought Everybody Loves Raymond was a great sitcom. I thought it was really well done. It was like watching a play every week, kind of. And I know it was a little, uh, I don't know, cheesy or something or too family-oriented for, for the young people. I imagine guys like Spaghetti were probably like, ah, not edgy enough for me. Is that true? Or is that even before your time? No, I watched that show. Did you? It was yeah. a great. It's a great. Oh, yeah, it's very much like I did. Did I tell you, Handsome? I met the Spaghettis. Did you? Yeah, yeah. they were in town from uh, Staten Island. We went out. We had a couple of belts. Delightful people. Just exactly how you would imagine. Um, with Eddie's brother as well? Yeah. Brother was there. and, uh, and Who so- ate the most? I uh, it was a it was a competition really. Was it, there was a was lot it? of stuff ordered, and in fact, that, that's funny because for the other thing that was striking was Spaghetti and his longtime girlfriend are now so the lovely girlfriend are so now familiar with each other. They just openly argue. I, in front of, like, you know, like, uh, relatively early in a, like, let's show them that we get along nicely. Then it's like, why, why were you doing that, Eddie? Why, why were you going to do it? Because uh, I told you what I was going to do. I'm, I, that's, I'm, I, you don't get at me. I'm going to get at you. Oh, Eddie, you're so, like, just open in front of the family. That means that they're in it for the long haul. And yeah. in front of you, the honored guest. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, uh, and the other thing was they ordered up, they basically ordered the wheel. The wheel yeah. Yeah. Where they, I, that's like, what I would imagine. All the, all all the appetizers. Yeah, big into appetizers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would imagine there were a lot of mozzarella sticks. We're going to get sticks. some appetizers. I bet there were a lot of mozzarella sticks around there. I felt all, every the week, like the minute they left, like I just felt awful. Every day I was just eating garbage and just drinking. And it was just with. Is that yeah. why you just turned down a slice of the pizza that I offered? Yeah, you? for real. Yeah. We, um, they also, uh, the uh, Spaghetti's old man was telling me, and I thought it was pretty cool, um, was at Woodstock. Do you know what Woodstock no, of is? Of course I know what. Oh, I don't didn't know. Finish that sentence. Was that was it? it. He was at Woodstock. He, oh, he was at Woodstock. Sorry, I thought you said he's told you Woodstock. No, he went. He he, went he attended. Yeah, he it. Oh yeah, I bet Mr. Spaghetti is a lot of free love there. I, well, that was what was interesting. <laughs> he was he was anything but a hippie kind of a guy. He's like, I went out there to see the band yeah, with my friends. Yeah, I wanted this strictly for the music. I wanted to see the Who. Yeah, I bet. I bet maybe he went there strictly for the music. That was an intention. But when there was some free love on offer, I, Mr. Spaghetti. Was he got <laughs> he got hit by a car there. I'm trying to think what else happened. 
I'm just ignoring everything Hank's saying. Um, I forget what year it was. He might have been in college. He play, he played football in college. So Did I don't he? Know, yeah, I don't know how. I don't know if there was like a strict uh, off season regimen or whatever right. it was. But well, as much free love as you can get. He was there. No, I don't know about that, but he was there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next up, uh, what about uh, Kirk Cousins? He uh, an emerging issue that was revealed late last week that uh, Garrett Bradbury, his uh, his uh, you know would be center, is has a, has an issue with perspiration out the butt. Hmm. What do you I think? Mean, I think that's awful. Yeah. Being a quarterback in general, like the fact that you have, like these are large, sweaty, normally quite not hairy, enough made out of how not, disgusting like, the transaction is. Right? Is they're, they're large men, they're sweaty, they're mm. hairy. It's the middle of summer, and you, and during training camp, you are uh, you're mm. made to go do a lot of lot of work. It's like a um, a vodka luge, but instead your hands are being bathed in sweat that's been luged down someone's. Um, uh, the crack, but in, do they have like? Cheeks. But if uh, you couldn't be it, <clears throat> apparently I never really had thought about. It. I've thought it seems kind of gross. And the advent of maybe like Roger Staubach was whispering to Tom Landry, like I really don't like having to put my hands there. I think I think we might be more effective from like a few yards back. Let's tr- can we try it where they just snap? I don't have to touch them. Come up, I'll come up with a name for it. Maybe Staubach was a germaphobe. And, and th- this was before the days of antiseptic, hand, uh, you know, liquid sprays or something. It definitely like, was. You know, guy, yeah, those like maybe uh, the, the QBs are they maybe doing that to put in the antiseptic on? Yeah, that hand could be in the in the in the little pouchy yeah, in the thing. Pouchy thing. Um, what definitely else? need that. Is there anything the- that rivals that in in terms of uh, grotesque stuff in sport? Um, I mean, there's a, there's often spitballs are spit, gross. Yeah, like that was exactly what I was about yeah. to say in, in baseball and cricket. Like people using um, body uh, moisture to sort of shine a ball up is is pretty. I gross. find you know I played baseball uh, in high school and that was when uh, some of my uh, teammates would chew tobacco. And they'd be spitting out. I find that smell disgusting. That's disgusting. And then you trudge through it. That's a bad that's inning a after inning. Bad thing to do. I think wrestling is inherently kind of gross. I would. That's too much. Well, wrestling. You, uh, there'll be some point in your wrestling career where you're going to have someone's um, stuff all over. Stuff you. in your face. You get like ringworm and so a lot of bacteria. No yeah. way. People get ringworm in wrestling matches all the time. It's a huge problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in, no. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's a, like a real big epidemic. You have to like make sure you clean stuff. There's a bit like I'm not a big MMA guy, but I do know just from like listening oh, to stuff. No. That the referees have to check their bu- the, the, like, the <laughs> fighter's body for like staff <laughs> infection, too, because they get like all this gross stuff on mm. them. And like, it could be something as simple as like the sweat flying off and something not cleaning it properly. It's, it's a real bad problem. In, I mean, I know rugby, that it, there's a in the scrum uh, when the scrum forms, you have like three guys at the front and then you have two guys behind them. And those two guys behind them have to put their heads between two people's butts mm. And then they bind in with the player by putting their arm up between up their between legs, the leg, yeah. and then cr- like holding on to their shorts just above the um, a man's um, mm-hmm. his business business. And that's the position I, I used to have to play in rugby. Was it's called second <laughs> row? And there was something about sometimes you, you would grab on, and then you'd be like, "Oh, I've I've got hold of you know there's some pubes." Oh, that's some, even worse, handsome. I always I've always thought like, what kind of self esteem? I you know I have I I have, uh, you know uh, 
brag on my own lack of uh, self-esteem. But even I, and as a, you know, mediocre to poor athlete who nevertheless has a whip attached to his left shoulder. You're lucky. I can throw it and I can shoot the basketball, but I'm too slow to be effective in sports. But still, I would never in a pickup football game who the when, when you have enough guys, when you get like really like 10 on 10 or yeah, something. You don't go on to center. And somebody, but some some kids, when you do that, when you're growing up, are like, yeah, I'll play the offensive line. Like, what's wrong with you? Oh, Why would you stupid. agree to do that? Yeah, that's no, stupid. I'm not doing any. No, I don't want to play if I'm not going to be the quarterback or at worst a wide receiver. I'm not playing no O-line. I'm no bum. You were actually handling bums. Yep. That's even worse. I'm squeezing my you have head. No self-esteem head between them. You always seemed like uh, you had a lot of confidence in yourself. Well, but that was the position I was, you know, I, I was assigned because I was, you know, this was rugby. It wasn't a, a pickup game. Um, next. You, quickly, have you seen yeah. the picture of uh, Sidney Crosby, uh, his jockstrap that's making the rounds again? No. You ever hear about that story? No. He uh, has been using the same jock strap since he was in high school. Oh, nice. And he hanged it sometime him. behind him in the locker, and it's black. And it's making the rounds again because he was just in a uh, podcast interview, and he talked about it and said he's not going to get rid of it. And he says he makes the trainer on Pittsburgh's Penguins uh, athletic trainer who has to, like, sew it back up, this black jock strap that he's <laughs> But it gets wearing. washed. <laughs> I guess it gets washed, but it's, it doesn't matter. It's, like, this grayish black, like, mangled-looking thing that he's been wearing for, like, over decades. Um, I like to brag about my life resume, the things that I do well. I order food like no one I've ever known. I think I'm number one at ordering food at a restaurant. But Sean McVay and Les Snead did some sort of a video quiz apparently last week. And uh, it was revealed there that uh, Sean McVay, for all of his genius, doesn't know how to cook an egg. Handsome. Not things that you do well on your life resume. What would you note as something that, you know, don't ask me like it's the equivalent of I don't know MacBook spread. Is that a thing? Spreadsheet? No, that's not a thing. Excel. Excel. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. When they ask that. Like, I don't know Excel. I don't either, yeah. Um, So that, Hmm. yeah, like that kind of uh, a thing. Can you drive a stick shift? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I grew up doing that what can't i do that that everyone else can do so arrogant i de- no i definitely spent i i definitely spent a long time not being able to whistle i've finally mastered whistling have you really yeah. can we hear it <laughs> whistling is a difficult one i can't do as this I would, one i can't do that that's I can't oh do i don't know how to that's do really that hard. you know what i can't do i can't uh, here's an athletic one i don't know how to spin a, a ball uh, a basketball on my finger i can't do that either that's Why is that? Di- that's not not everyone can do that. Though. I think a lot of people can just pick up the thing. Also, teaching whistling to little ones or apparently to handsome Hank is difficult. Have you ever tried to do it? Like blow air through your like pierce yeah, your lips and blow it's air. It's hard to explain what you do. It's good, Dave. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think if there's. I'm not good at a lot. I can't handsome. jump rope. Can't open up. Uh, I'm not really good with can can openers. I'm not really good with can openers. That's a good one. I can't. I, I, I can't jump rope either. I can't. I tell you what else I I normally can't do is use scissors. I'm left-handed, and scissors just don't work for me. Really? Yeah. I weird. don't know what happened in as in in my transition in uh, here in the states. I don't know if this. I assume this is true in the UK too. They always when you were in elementary school they put green kind of like rubber stuff around the left-handed scissors to you know to stand out like uh like the scarlet letter mm-hmm. to identify you yeah. as uh as, as one, an abnormal one of those. you know yeah like yeah. oh there's oh we got one of those lefties <laughs> and it was a you know it was an embarrassing um 
thing and uh, to have to use the green scissors. But at some point in my life, I just they started to work for me. They don't work for you yet, huh? Well, I don't have left-handed scissors. I'm saying regular old scissors. Oh, regular old scissors. I can pick up regular old scissors and make them go. Congrats. You're like Jimi Hendrix playing the guitar reverse. <laughs> That's very much what it's like. Yeah, it's the same thing, really, if you think about it. Um, all right, Handsome, let's jump in. Oh, what do you think of uh, a couple things quickly? I keep saying NFC West champ is going to be the um, San Francisco 49ers, but I always asterisk these things because you don't know what who, what uh, the training camp, who it's going to claim um, with injuries. And now Nick Bosa, oft injured already. That was the red flag. One of the red flags coming into the season was, is he going to be healthy? And now Nick Bosa is not going to touch hmm. the field, apparently, until September. And I guess he's in with a high ankle sprain. Those things tend to linger. And so who knows with Nick Bosa, Spaghetti asks, "Is this uh, does this shake my confidence in the Niners winning the division? Yeah, it kind of does. It does a little bit. What, Especially just the, this one guy hurt. that hasn't played in 12 months has never played for the 49ers. I think that's the, that's because the difference. Because I, like I like the double whammy presented right. by what should be a really stout defensive line. And then on either side... I think, right. I think they're going to be dominant. And by the way, Jason Verrett's been hurt a little bit. And in fact, I ran into, here's a name drop. I ran into, uh, and muzzle tub to her as a shout out, Mina Kimes, um, humongous uh, sports media star. At this point, she's going to be calling Rams games heard, this preseason. Um, and we kibitzed, and I said, I love the, I think the Niners win the division this year. And she said, oh, their defense is not good after the defensive line. I'm like, that's all that matters. So the, if they can heat the QB up, everybody will look good on the back end. And she said, and I said, that's, that is what is true in football these days. That really what matters is being able to generate pass rush. And she said, no, no, it's the secondary that matters. And I said, the Eagles just won the Super Bowl a year and a half ago. That was all about that pass rush. They had a lousy back end there. And she said, no, game's changed in the last two years. And she meant it. She wasn't jiving. But to that hmm. you have Richard Sherman back there and Jason Verrett. He's I, hurt. Verrett, just a quick update. Lowe just came across. Yeah, I know. That he is questionable for a week one. Uh, they're hoping he's ready. And then Jarek McKinnon, same kind of thing. They're questionable. He's also questionable for week one. So, But, I mean, that rotation they have at running back, I really yeah, like got their a great, skill position, I don't, guys. I don't even know if Jarek McKinnon is that important to them. With Tevin Coleman there and Matt Breda, who was so yeah, good. Yeah, he's not anymore, but they still signed him to a big deal last yeah, year. Yeah, They've sure. kind of transitioned from that Super Bowl team into a uh, fresh offensive line that should be all right. I mean, the question is Jimmy Garoppolo, It's all about basically. James. I think if it's all if, about James. I think if handsome Jimmy can uh, can do it, then uh, then that team can still win that division. I think he should go with James. Also, the Seahawks really need. What do you mean, James? Well, Jimmy, Jimmy like Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, just go, James. Grow up, grow up, Jimmy. Let's be James. I disagree because I think that it's important. I think. Do you think it's a coincidence that there are two in a in the world of? of human beings who have late night television shows. Do you think it's a coincidence the two of them are not James, they're Jimmy? That's fine. He's not a, he's not going to be a TV host. He is he's going to be the, who He's going to be a quarterback. Ah, he's carefree. You know, he's one of the dudes. If he's but James, yeah. he has to win over the locker room. Didn't you hear that? Sure. He's got to be that guy. He's got to be he's got to be winsome to his mates in the locker room, not to not the no, management. You, you, well, it depends what type of quarterback. Do you want to be you know, you want to be Peyton Manning? You he, Peyton wasn't like, "Oh, call me Pay or call me No. Well, Tim. but he's already but but this one's already unrelatable cuz he's so handsome. 
He's True. too handsome for the for his teammates. Handsome. I was speaking of which, Spaghetti fell very much in love with Eric Weddle and ranks him as now the most handsome player in the NFL. He's a handsome man. Um, I'm with you on that. I wouldn't say he's the most handsome. I started in the to NFL. say it a half hour ago. Sean uh, O'Hara was in here with us, and he really broke down last week. Go back and listen to that uh, podcast. Really great stuff about uh, Carson Wentz and and the rising force. Even from what we've already seen, he thinks he's going to be even better. Uh, in 2019, but then really did a deep dive on Daniel Jones and Eli Manning. And really, if you're interested, I think offensive line play is kind of a snoozer, but he made what goes on, the mentality of being an offensive lineman, what it is to to be a part of an offense that runs the ball versus passes first and all that, and uh, what, what that means to the guys that play the position. Really interesting stuff from one of our favorites here, and uh, also a, uh, a digital wall of famer here in Studio mm-hmm. 66. Great blue eyes as well. Yeah, he is a handsome devil. He also has a new hairdo for 2019 season. Really? Yeah, I can't yeah, wait to see it. A little swoopy thing to hmm. the side. You should check that out. I will. Um, handsome. What do you... Uh, let's get to... Want to get to it here? Uh, yeah, let's do spaghetti. this. Thing. You do fresh takes, yeah. All right, let's get to yeah. it here. What, do you got somewhere to be? Well, I do, but I also am excited about this conversation. Okay. Was Unless this, you was If there's something, another topic... Has this like been a address. B minus, C plus? Has this even been a C plus so far? No, you know, the, you know our fan base is going to eat this up, so we're good. You know what I learned recently, and I'm flattered by it because I'm vain, so you know I like uh, things that make me feel mm-hmm. feel nice, is, um, is uh, that our show has an outsized, so, you know, in the world of podcasting, it has to do with digital recording and all that kind of stuff, and they measure these things in various ways. Our show has a uh, has a remarkable completion rate. They call it. Well, that's people because, go remember we did start the ear to thing. finish. Remember that's we did right. the ear thing. With I don't some, remember what the ear thing was. What was we it? We said if you're still lit, we, we'd been talking for oh, tweet us two ear. and two and three quarter hours about nonsense, and then we said I bet no one's still listening. Tweet us a picture right. of your ear or an ear, and we got hundreds. The me the uh, the the mediums uh, um, measurements indicate yeah. that uh, yeah that uh, some people are Good, out there. Thank you very much, everyone. For that's listening very nice. For a long I, time. I, that's I, a nice I, thing that you're doing. It is nice. You sit there and listen to yeah. all the way to the end of my nonsense. That I don't know if I should feel like a greater sense of responsibility, or if I should become zanier. Don't to, see, to test them, to taste, to, to test just how far yeah. they'll go. How far with will us. they go with you? All right, handsome. Let's get to it. Okay. It's time now for Zaxby's fresh takes, presented by Zaxby's famous chi- uh, chicken fingers, wings, and, and salads. salads. Delicious, delicious. Even if Rashawn Evans isn't with us, we did have Rashawn Evans with us working the drive-through window at Nashville around the draft, and that was a grand time. We got to get back and do that again, spaghetti. You know. That's how we, I'd like to catch up with Rashawn Evans. I like the two. He's I also, one of my favorites. I also looked it up for us just in case we needed to know the closest Zaxby's to our current location mm-hmm. is in Utah. It's about that's a it's about a six hour fifty minute drive. It's okay, like let's do it one day. Let's the three of us it's like let's drive miles, out yeah. there and just get some fingers. And, and famous Utah alum Eric Weddle. That'll be enough time for him to get to know the real Dave. Right. Cedar, Cedar, Cedar Dave. City, Utah. That's this, that would definitely one. make one way or another. The decision will be made at the end of that journey. He yeah. may not. Either he doesn't come back, he just lives at Zaxby's from now on. That's his next team that he plays for, as Zaxby's, mm-hmm. as, as a drive through guy. Or he'll come back with us and we'll know he likes you. I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 if I really focused in, that's the I think really that's focusing the thing that's in different. might be the issue. I that's think if, the problem. I, think if I was you just going to try, say. Eric Weddle's going to like you. That's less. right. I think that's, that is what plagues me. Right. Right. I am, yeah. I if I try to have you like me, you won't like me. Yeah. And that's why this, Maurice liked me in the end. 
because you remember did when try I first so hard, met right? Maurice, I didn't know what to do, and then I was like, oh, I know, I'll just be mean to him because he's short and fat. And, <laughs> and then now we're really good friends. It's <laughs> nice of you to, um, to to honor him in that way. Don't tell him I said that. No, 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 no. But some people, uh, the aforementioned completion rate, there are going <laughs> to be some people who hear that. So Guys, I don't know what to quiet. tell you. Uh, yeah, keep be cool, everybody. Be cool. Don't let Maurice know about what Handsome <laughs> said there. But they're friends. Okay, Zaxby's Fresh Takes presented by Zaxby's. And, uh, you know, Handsome, like I say, we've been out in the footballless desert all off season, mm-hmm. getting, you know, just trying to just hang trying on to until we on. can get yeah. some football. So now we can be had. Well, you know, we, we would take anything. We would take any third rate chicken. But what we want right now is we some want some Zaxby's, Zaxby's chicken. And we want, we yep. want quality. Right. And by the end of the season, just a, a morsel of food won't be enough. That won't satiate. What we want is high end football. Sure. What then would make for, a what would make for the perfect ingredients? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I like that of a pro football season here in 2019. Let's see if we can put that together. Okay. Spaghetti, chime in um, as you will. Can I start? You because may. I have an idea that maybe, and I think Eddie will appreciate this. If you're planning out the perfect ingredients or the perfect meal, right? Mm-hmm. You pro- you you don't. You want to fact like you love appetizers. We know Eddie loves appetizers. You mm. want to make sure, and he also likes main courses. We know that he want, likes desserts too. Correct, and that's the point. Is like you don't want to stuff because if you like desserts, and I like desserts, and I know for a fact Eddie does. Mm-hmm. You don't want to stuff yourself too full and not think about have I got space for dessert. Mm. So if I can, I'd like to start with dessert and say that okay. the, the thing that would make the perfect ingredients to a, a perfect meal of a season for me would be related to the Super Bowl, and it would be, I don't want to eat the bread and butter pudding again. I don't want to have the 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 thing that I had for the last five times I had dessert. Mm. I want a different dessert. Something I want new. something sweet and chocolatey and, and delicious. Nothing, something I haven't had before. Nothing. So, so like chocolate cake, you're delicious, but I've had, but I've you, had you, and I've had you, and I've right. had you. I want some flan. Yeah, you love pecan. You're always talking about your, your pecan pie. We don't, it's great. I've tasted it. Uh-huh. I want something that's going to blow my mind completely, and that's why I don't want the New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl. I, I, listen, that's I'll go. That's all I'm asking. That's, that would be the the great dessert for my season. Uh, you know, listen, we talked about it and legitimately, I think Tom Brady's great. I think he's funny. Obviously, if you follow him on social media, he has a sense of humor. Yeah, so Tom Brady has never, ever once posted anything on social media. That's Sorry to <laughs> sorry to blow I know, you, you're probably to right. pop the bubble there. He, <laughs> he's never even looked at social media. That's, That's someone else being his personality Pro- for him. Yeah, maybe you're right. Sorry. Well, he is handsome. He doesn't have like, a, he doesn't approve it though. I don't think he like, he like scans it first. And was like, he okay, must. Yeah. He doesn't. Maybe, but not everyone. You think they're like, hey, Tom, sorry to interrupt you. I know you're watching practice with Belichick, but you're definitely going to want it, this little witty one-liner I've, I've written. I don't know. Bar. I'd bet that some no, tweets, be, some Instagram pictures, he definitely is like, oh, I'm good at this. People like my well, people like my account. Do you want me to pull the, account, pull the curtain back further? Because I actually know. Okay, no, because I, I already happens, made up in my head. Oh, yeah, it? do it. No, I'm not going to do it. But, oh. I, but believe me, I, that, that may have happened several years ago when okay. he started not happening anymore 
Well, either way, it's not to diminish. And, and again, if you really want to hear a, a really insightful conversation about who Bill Belichick is and how he comports himself and what it is to the Patriots, how, how that uh, results and what the Patriots have done over the last 20 years, go and uh, dig up from a couple few weeks ago. Andrew Hawkins, our new colleague, um, really uh, went in because obviously he played for the Browns and Bengals and spent some time up in New England as well. And uh, really what the difference is between the average NFL team versus the way Belichick operates. So it's not to diminish that, but I'm with you. It's that we, we've seen it a million times, first of all the Patriots thing. But beyond that, if they would, I, it's not, a, I don't think I don't want them to go to the playoffs. It's, I mean, I don't want them to win, go to the Super Bowl. I don't think that's enough. I think that in the, uh, in the questionable soft underbelly, that is the AFC East. I think for all the praise it gets, I think if they would regress a little bit, the Patriots, Josh Allen's bills and Sam Darnold's jets, and then just see, let's see what Josh Rosen looks like. Let's not bother with the talk about we've seen it enough. All due respect. Very funny stuff, Ryan Fitzpatrick. But all right, we, don't, we, just, we don't need yeah. that. Let's just go with Josh Rosen and let's see if he's good. Because if he would be good, if Josh Rosen would be good, and then you would start feeling good about that. They don't have to be world beaters right. in 2019. Just, okay, we're, now we're, I, we're on I, our way to being halfway decent. But I'm with you on all that. But the Patriots will still win that division. They, They're going to go to bit, the playoffs. I thought we were doing the ingredients of the perfect season. I'm just telling you what. what the, Carry on. Then. I'm sorry. I would like for the Jets and Bills to be relevant. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, relevant. But the, but the Patriots will still win the division. They'll still go to the okay. playoffs. My point is, I don't want them to go to the Super Bowl. I definitely don't want them to win the Super Bowl. I'd like them to lose to a team during the playoffs. That hasn't even happened for God knows how many years. Like, even losing in the playoffs, not just the, losing in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking for. I, I hear you. Uh, but yeah, I would see, I would, wouldn't mind seeing them regress at this point. Yeah, uh, well, that would that be a regression. Mystique. Not winning the Super Bowl, or it would be a regression. Fair enough. Um, I think that, uh, I, I know people Okay, your turn, Dave. All right. This is an obvious one for me, but I think if you're a, a football fan, you would, you're being a curmudgeon if you disagree. In the tale of two football cities, that is the powerhouse, uh, one of the uh, division bullies for some time now, the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, with all respect to the Ravens, the Steelers have been in that uh, in the Rust Belt forever and all that sort of thing. And yet there are some concerns from outsiders and insiders, I suppose, that, uh, that this team is on the descent now. Like, you know, that was that was a, that was the canary in the coal mine, not just a, a weird aberra uh, aberration last season, but this is where they're headed. Roethlisberger's getting older. Uh, that, uh, by the way, that would be compelling if they go down right as the punchline of the division and uh, nay of pro football ascends with Baker Mayfield. But I, if that uh, that inversion would be compelling, period. But I think if you had the Browns and Steelers fighting it out all season long, and by the way. Uh, to remove my team from it. I think the, the, the Browns perceive the Steelers to be their their bully or rival mm -hmm. or whatever. But in fact, it's misguided. And I've talked to a lot of Browns fans about this. What do you care about the Steelers? The Ravens are literally they you. Stole your, They're literally they stole you. Your That's yeah. who you should be hating. Steelers fans went out when you lost the Browns. And, you know, they they went out on the streets with built boards and stuff and everything else. Like
get because maybe because Steelers fans were worried. Well, like, if it could happen to the Browns, I guess that could happen to us. But whatever the motivation, Ravens fans weren't doing that. They were out there like, we got the Tia Browns. And right. then they win two Super Bowls. That's who you should hate. So if they were in the mix too, that would be fun. But I think if the Steelers and Browns, these two longtime foes, one who has had zero luck, the other one has, a, has had a bounty of success, were battling it out all through. And they play each other twice in three weeks in late November, early December. I think that would be captivating stuff for just about any football fans. Spaghetti, you go. A uh, couple that come to my mind quickly. One is like just I think a large part of last season and in a few recent seasons, like there's been a couple calls on the field that have kind of maybe put too much focus from fans on them. I wish like less referee involvement or, mm. or actually more so that just the players understanding the rules and grasping the rules better. So it's like the, the game is just the game. We could enjoy the game. I think that's one that would definitely help this season. But the other one is kind of in the similar vein of what Hank was saying. We're getting kind of tired of the Patriots and bored of the Patriots. Like what Mahomes did last year, I thought was so cool. We had he's a young quarterback and brought his team to the brink almost of you know potentially winning a Super Bowl. If this year, if like Josh Allen and Sam Darnold, and we mentioned Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen, if he gets a chance, and I'm not just saying this because of Daniel Jones potentially playing, but a guy like like the younger QBs, if they all are just really good and like That's cool. and and yeah. again go along with like with Dave, like all 32 teams have a, a quality quarterback. I think that would be awesome in the league, and then you really can't count out any team from being competitive because they each have a quarterback who can compete. And if we see someone like maybe like a Deshaun Watson, like who's a star, but maybe not as big of a star as like a Russ Wilson or Andrew Luck. Now, if he could take like the next step and just carry that team on his back and bring them all the way to, uh, to the Super Bowl, I would love to see that just a new, I guess a new Mahomes uh, this year, but from another young quarterback to add one more to like the elite that's, group. Yeah, and that's a great, building. so, so right now let's, let's think about that. The, the, let's say the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, They've all been, you know, they've been around for a while, right? It's, it's Brady. I think people would now Breeze. put Mahomes in that. Yeah, yes, exactly. But it's probably it's Brady, Breeze, Rogers, um, uh, Roethlisberger, and let's let's Russell put Mahomes, Wilson. Then Russell Wilson. Let's put Mahomes somewhere in that mm -hmm. in that list. So it'd be good to let's kick out Brady. Yeah, we're done with him. Breeze, you him. saw some of that coming to an end last year. It looked like back the back end of the season. Then if we could add Deshaun Watson, if you could add. Not Sam Donald or Josh Allen for me. That would not be the perfect sure. ingredients. But whoever it is into that mix, then that would be exciting. Yeah, well, well the by the way, the, jo the Josh Rosen thing is legit. I would like to see him succeed. That was a, he, he got a raw deal in Arizona. And the only thing that's going to hold him back this year, I feel like I still think he's um, su obviously super talented. But now he's going to be up behind another bad offensive line without a ton of uh, great options to throw the ball to. He actually, if, if one thing the Dolphins do have is their receiving core is, is, is not bad at all. Well, they, because you are uh, wild for Albert Wilson. In a crazy Burt way. But Wilson, Kenny Stills. Burt. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kenny Stills is fine. I hear you on that one. I'd love to see it all. It, it's weird how often the NFC East is a compelling division. <clears throat> and you would think it has to do with the four metropolises in which those four teams play. But there is something to the legitimate, legitimate hatred between those four teams. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be good this year. I don't know exactly who he's slinging the ball yeah. to uh, consistently outside of those uh, and, and, and outside of the tight ends. But they could be all right. And by the way, they were under the radar last year. They just fell apart with injury. But Trent Williams is going to go. I think, he, I think it would be nice to see for Carson Wentz to see 
see him succeed in the postseason because he's got got to have a weird ego now after watching Nick Foles do well. I think um, the division, what division do you think stands the best chance of having four legitimate teams in it? I'll answer my own question. I think the (laughs) NFC North is the is people uh, too easily just reject the Lions because of their track record. But the Lions might be pretty good this year. They should be able to run the ball. They you know, Patricia has a chance to succeed there. Um this year uh, with with if we assume that he really knows what he's doing in defense and has now had 24 months to build it up to his liking he unless he's a fraud like so many guys have been proven once they leave uh uh belichick's teat unless unless he's just the latest example of that which you know history suggests he will Mm -hmm. be but he'll turn that defense around and then stafford don't go the way of cutler don't be cutty i think stafford this I, i said it last year and uh it, it didn't happen at all, but I feel like that team could be uh, could be good and fun this year. I think. I mean, I think that's a good pick. And I then the other three should be good. The other three yeah. teams in that division. I I think that the the East would be my pick when I was first thinking about it, but I just I don't necessarily have the belief in the Redskins to get that done. I would say the NFC South might be the one, right? You, you think got, Arians is going to? I think do Arians enough to can turn do around. enough to turn around huh. the the Buccaneers to make them at least a lot better than they were before. I think we saw that the Panthers, you know, their, their season they had a rough time of it last year. I think they will be better than they than they were. Oh, they'll they definitely. Should. I think they, they definitely are going to be a good team. Right, I think exactly. And then the other two, and the other two are good already. I think if, that, if the, the Fal- Falcons have been so unlucky with injuries on defense the last couple of years. So and true. that defense is so talented. I can't wait. That's to me that's the team that I'm most looking forward to seeing this season because they can wipe the slate clean and and I, I think they're going to be really good. I think people are not talking about that team enough. The Falcons, look at that offense. Again, injuries are the major asterisk with all these things. Yeah. But Assuming good health for that offense, I mean, what are you going to do? How right. would you? How, do you how are you going to? How are you going to stop that offense this year? It's crazy. Matt Ryan is uh, right now. He'd be in my top three for MVP conversation right now going into the season because how is he not going to light it up? Yeah. And the defense should be should be pretty good. I um I I think uh, the Vi- I'm starting to form my picks here. I think the Vikings are going to be really good this year. I'm starting to lean in that direction. The Andrew Luck thing kind of. Throws everything out of whack, mm-hmm. but otherwise that division is uh, is brutal too. And every scorer in that division should be like seventeen, thirteen this year. That they're all defense first kind of teams, and I could see any of those four. That's that's the way to look at it. Would you be stunned to hear? You would be stunned to hear. Wait, the Buccaneers won the division. You could say any of those four teams out of the AFC South, and and buy that there's a path for them to to win the division, right? Yep. I think so. I'll throw mine in the ring. I think the AFC South. I don't know why I'm obsessed with them. That's what I just said. That's what he just said. Did you just talk about the NFC South? No. no I, not, yeah, I, I said I, Andrew Luck. I, oh. I made a quick, uh, I made a hard right turn. It's hard to follow because Dave actually just no, I'm, every I'm team pulling every up, division. Uh, I'm pulling up the t- uh, Titans-related uh, info because that's the one team in the division that I'm kind of like unsure the, about. Right. But I could see them going 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, sure. That's because it's, I don't know what it is about the Titans. But as I've said for a decade now, they have a weird feel, which is no feel whatsoever. Yeah. Right. 
from from Mariota and you know I mean I you know I don't know what and they've had and then you think about it well they've gotten to the playoffs so you, you think oh, well because they're, they're always terrible no they've 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 uh, made little Chris Johnson was yep. went for two thousand yards and um, you know they had that crazy weird win in Arrowhead and Derrick Henry snapping off crazy late season long runs where he's trucking thirteen defenders on a play and all that kind of stuff and yet they still have no vibe when mm. you think about them the you what what do you conjure when you think of uh of the tennessee titans maybe they should become the nashville titans music city titans yeah maybe not the titans at all that's maybe a just a complete name. rebrand yeah yeah oh the you, you hear the clippers might change their name to what i don't know that that's okay. where damashek steps in that's unless handsome hank has something no, to I'm say good. I'm good. um okay what else is in the recipe or are we, are we I think the, the thing recipe? the thing I always go to with uh, with uh, exercises like this is who, especially in the all time decade where the sports gods are um, allowing all these uh, also rans in all sports in American sports to finally break through from the Capitals and the Eagles and the Blues and the Cubs and uh, any number of other teams that I'm forgetting right now. The Raptors, if that counts, I don't know. The Mavericks, I don't know. Um, but uh I, I mean, a Super Bowl with if the Browns would get there or the Jets would get there on one, one side and the Vikings would get there or the Lions would get there. That way, I mean, you know. What Should I, I tell you what I want? I'm, remember, it's the NFL's 100th season. I don't yeah. know if you heard about that, Dave. I did hear. Um, so this isn't related to that, but I would like to see the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans in a Super Bowl. No, I would really? like. No, I've proposed. If you want a perfect a recipe for not just a perfect 2019, but for any season, I would say that we need to take a page from college football. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Take a page from college football and have and have regional rivalry week. It's a lot. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, but uh, but it would be great if you had the Texans and Cowboys play each other. I annually. just said they were going to play each other in the Super Bowl. Well, okay, and so that's sure not enough. as good as them playing in Week Twelve. What no, because maybe, because then we wouldn't get the Jets and Giants playing each other, which would be great, and you wouldn't get the Bucks playing the Dolphins. And and, and yeah, you know that's not going to happen. That so would be super fun. That's why not wouldn't that the be great for this? Season. The Rams and Chargers, Steelers and Eagles, Bears and that's Colts. why you love the preseason. That normally happens in the preseason. I know, but that, those would be those would be fun showdowns. Um, I, you know, listen for the hundredth year, what, I mean, you know, you could make a case Rogers versus Mahomes, the two best practical arms, not the guy who can throw it the furthest in the history of football, but the practical two, arms. I mean, I like practi- I've never heard that definition, but I bet it get, makes sense, right? We're not I looking mean, for yeah. Jeff George. We're looking for, yeah. pra- well, I want a practical arm. Right. Joe Flacco could probably throw it as far as anybody, but it takes him too long to get rid of the ball. Right. So then it doesn't really have much value come game time. I think if you did that, you know, guys who can get rid of and throw it as well, the, that Super Bowl would be a lot of fun and it would revisit, obviously, the first Super Bowl. But the most meaningful uh, Super Bowl rivalry is obviously Steelers and Cowboys. And I don't think you could do much better than that this year. Right. <laughs> If you want Texans and Cowboys, I'm going to go Steelers and, and Eagles. Let's settle the score. Let's let's do. Sure, that I'd be more interested. Pennsylvania, in indeed. Roethlisberg, you know, yeah. Roethlisvania. No, I Roethlisberg. Know. I like it. And uh, what, what? Where do you come down on the? I think the their teams in sports, in individual sports, NBA is better when the Lakers and Celtics are relevant. College football is better when Notre Dame is relevant. NFL football is better when the Cowboys, Cowboys and Raiders, Raiders are relevant. I would Steelers, like to see the Raiders. 49ers. Do 
those I, teams, the I Packers, think just, uh, but those the, teams. If the Cowboys and Raiders can be relevant in 2019. I'm going to throw in the Packers and the 49ers as well. Okay. Well, I, as I've told you, I think the, the 49ers are going right, to, uh, to uh, rise to that. Um, anything else, Handsome? Did we do a good job with this spaghetti or no? I, I think we, so. I, we lost our way on the ingredients a bit, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. We didn't think it through we'll, we'll very well. We'll what record? Okay, no. What record would you like to see broken? These are things that make Ooh, for perfect I have a, season. I, I not a record, but I, I'm bored. I think we talked about the other day. I'm just bored of QBs only winning MVP. I want to see. Let's get a sack. Let's break the sack record. Donald. That'd be great if Donald did it. Let's and then get let someone, him win the MVP. Let, that's let's have answer. someone break that's the it. sack record and yeah. then get the MVP award. I would like to see... What people are so casual about is when they do, I just said Chris Johnson went for 2,000 yards. The only person to do it it, by a certain measure is O.J. Simpson. He did it in 14 games. Everybody else has needed at least that extra game to do it. Eric Dickerson holds the single-season rushing record. um, And as awesome as he was, only the Juice did it for 14 games. If only to erase that, (laughs) that is the reference that uh, is available to us. Let's see somebody else do it then. Who else would even – but what running back – No running back is going to do that in this era. Nobody could get four. Nobody could. Well, hit, they could uh, do, but you've got to you've got to eliminate the passing. I mean, it's just too easy to throw the ball these days. Like, why would I try and feed my running back to get to two thousand yards? To as far as that goes, this sounds, I guess, uh, probably curmudgeonly, but a little bit to Spaghetti's point. Even though he likes all QBs being good, is I would like to see a little regression because in quarterback statistics, everybody. I mean, I, we don't need that many guys thrown for five K and that many guys thrown for forty touchdowns and all that sort of thing because it does kind of erase it, it's a little bit like the steroid era in baseball it's getting to a point where there's where all those numbers are um almost mundane and now they're starting to have no meaning to us what what you can't you almost can't look up what uh almost dan marino is his numbers are almost irrelevant at this point they are you know, they're kind of like, well, if you, well, if you, if you're coming to the sport new, you'd if you're be like, 23 okay, well, not, and you look at it, like it was, Dan Marino's so great. He right. didn't have as good a season as Matt Stafford. had. had yeah, like Matt Stafford. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to see that come back a little bit. I like defense. Um, I'd like to see some, I, I, I'd like to see a legitimate dominant defense, not what, not, uh, this 21st century version. I thought it was really fun. The most, do- the, the, Broncos were fun when they won the Super Bowl, but theirs had more to do with the secondary and the no-fly zone and everything mm-hmm. else. I like that shut-it-down defense. You can, we're going to smother you all game long. I liked when the Seahawks were at the height the of their Seahawks powers. Seahawks and the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, but that wasn't that long ago. That was five I'm saying, years but ago. I, I could use some of that. Right. I, I think, uh, who, who do you think stands a chance to be that defense? I think year? the Jags could do that. I, don't, I just don't buy Nick Foles. I don't think Nick Foles. Well, that he doesn't play defense. I know. I just but the, the, the complimentary <laughs> kind of stuff. I know. Oh yeah, I definitely wouldn't put. You know who could be the Chargers? Chargers defense, Chargers Colts mm-hmm. defense should be really good this year. But now Andrew Luck. All of a sudden, Andrew Luck. Yeah, that's a good question. Let's wrap it up with this. Have we gone long enough, handsome? Yeah, I have to go in about three minutes. Yeah, okay. we're shading her an hour, so good timing. Here, okay. Here's something to consider, and maybe we'll uh, dig in on this a little bit more in the coming days. Andrew Luck, bad calf. We don't know. He says he thinks he'll be ready for week one, but we also kept hearing that uh, same thing about his shoulder, kept getting kicked down the line. Like, hey, no, you'll be all right. And it took forever for him to be all right. If Andrew Luck doesn't, let's say, get to a Super Bowl, 
in in the next two years. Then he hits the ten year mark, and he's like, you know what? I'm just physically broken. Does he is he a Hall of Famer? Is he tracking for the Hall of Fame to no, you right no. now? He's not even right now. If he continues the measure no, by he, which because, he's played, because so because quarterback we were just talking about quarterback numbers are so large at the moment. His numbers don't stack up. He doesn't have. He wouldn't have the Super Bowls based on what you're saying. Sure, he looked good, but other guys have looked good that aren't going to be in the Hall of Fame either. I don't think Andrew Luck at this point in his career, if he retired today, Andrew Luck. No, he would. Well, he would just wouldn't have the games. He, right. could, he doesn't have some Terrell Davis kind of postseason thing to was, point to. to it would to make be a, it, all it right. would be a weird career because he came in as the most heralded quarterback since Peyton, probably. Like yeah, when I think he, that's when right. When he entered the league, right. and he hasn't been disappointing, and there have been moments where he's been transcendental. But everyone's been like, "Wow, no one does this better than Andrew Luck." But I don't think that if he doesn't have some hardware to show for it at the end, I don't think he's got enough to get in there. I guess it would be weird for him to be in. So is he, does he loom right now? Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, So you can't like, I know a lot of people it's in vogue to say, you know, when you really look at it, Aaron Rodgers' career has been kind of disappointing based on where we saw him to be about eight, nine years ago. Maybe there is something, maybe there's some merit to that, but I think Andrew Luck, Right now, oh, you would have to would say, be, for all of his uh, success, still is right now like the most disappointing quarterback. Yeah, because he's league. not a bust, but he's not. Uh, or is it Jameis Winston? I guess we're overstating that. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, Jameis is. Jameis hasn't shown at any point. The point with but Andrew he was Luck supposed, is, like, I mean, you know, you've seen glimpses. You've seen glimpses of Andrew Luck at his very best, and you're like, wow, that's better than almost anyone that's ever done it. You've never seen that anything like that from Jameis Winston. Hmm. And uh, all right, we'll wrap it up there. I, I mean, the thing that continues, like, I, I, again, a team I keep talking about is is the Browns, like everybody else is talking about. They, I can kind of, it, it ha- will have nothing to do with the talent that they throw out there. But the chemistry of Odell and Jarvis and Baker, and now this new stuff from uh, from the big fella, the uh, O-line coach, the big star last year. What was his name? Bob, uh, I can't think of his name. Wy- Wiley. Bob Wiley, the offensive line coach uh, last year. Now, uh, and, and believe, I, I get that he's biased and got fired with all the other coaches, so he has a, an axe to grind with Freddie Kitchens. But if Freddie Kitchens can't handle this and it gets sideways and this is another one, I mean, when are Browns fans ever going to buy ever buy anything ever again? That's that's a fascinating story. And then at the same time, the ex Browns, now the Purples from Baltimore, what they're trying to do. I loved growing up college football a tick more in terms of style. Watching a team that I have teams that I have no uh, emotional connection with. I liked watching college football better because there was so much variation in offensive philosophy growing up in college football. With the NFL, we've seen different uh, approaches with this. But, I mean, the, them just going full on option, is, yeah. it, it should be super fun, be to, fun watch. to watch. I just wish it weren't the Ravens because now I... Not going to be able to root for it. All right, handsome. I'm rooting for your success this year and yours uh, too, Dave. Our success. Congratulations this year. on getting married. That I mean, it really is. That's a um, it's a it's a big moment. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, you know, um, that's ju- that's you, not her. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know if I agree with all that. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, okay, handsome. A pleasure to see you, Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, nice to see you as always, and as always, presented by Zaxby's. Get over there. Famous fingers, wings, and salads. We'll be back with more hooey and applesauce for you later on in the week. Until then, for Spaghetti, handsome Hank, and the whole gang. 
which includes Roger Goodell and Baker Mayfield, Bob Wiley. Yep. I don't know who else. Go get some uh, wings. Uh, we'll talk to you next uh, later in the week. Till then, it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.